0: two zero two four cff i can't wait to see you there welcome to biz help for you with host candy messer entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture like profitability success and a smooth running organization There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to BizHelp for you with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed my last interview, and if you missed the episode and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on my YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. And if you'd like to receive notifications on when my podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. Today, I'm going to talk about a topic that is extremely important, whether you are an individual or you are a business owner. That topic is tips to understand how to protect yourself and your business from identity theft. So let's get started in the topic. First of all, the IRS wants you to know about identity theft so that you can avoid becoming a victim of an identity theft thief. They have a total of 13 tips. Identity theft often starts outside of the tax administration system when someone's personal information is unfortunately stolen or lost. Identity thieves may then use a taxpayer's identity to fraudulently file a tax return and claim a refund. In other cases, the identity theft uses the taxpayer's personal information in order to get a job. The legitimate taxpayer may be unaware that anything has happened until they file their return later in the filing season, and it's discovered that two returns have been filed using the same Social Security number. The IRS does not initiate contact with taxpayers by email to request personal or financial information. The IRS does not send emails stating that you are being electronically audited or that you're getting a refund. So that is tip number one. I think a lot of people do know that you should not be replying or responding to anything that you get in email, often from other agencies like your bank. But sometimes people go into a panic when they see something's from the IRS and then they can get themselves into trouble. So never click on anything that says it's from the IRS as that is not the case. Tip number two, if you receive a scam email claiming to be from the IRS, forward it to the IRS at phishing at irs.gov. Number three, identity thieves get your personal information by many different means, including stealing your wallet or purse, posing as someone who needs information about you through a phone call or an email, looking through your trash for personal information, and accessing information you provide to an unsecured internet site. So again, it's important that you remain diligent to protect your information, whether it's at your home, on the computer, or any other means. Tip number four, if you discover a website that claims to be the IRS, but does not begin with www.irs.gov, forward that link to the IRS at phishing at irs.gov. And again, that's spelled P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. Number five, to learn how to identify a secure website, visit the Federal Trade Commission at onguardonlinegovernor forward slash tools forward slash recognize dash secure dash site dash using dash ssl.aspx. I know that's a little bit long, so we can put that in the show notes as well. Number six, if your social security number is stolen, another individual may use it to get a job. That person's employer may report income earned by them to the IRS using your social security number, thus making it appear that you did not report all of your income on your tax return. When this occurs, you should contact the IRS to show that the income is not yours. Your record will be updated to reflect only your information. You will also be asked to submit substantiating documentation to authenticate yourself. That information will be used to minimize this occurrence in future years. Number seven, your identity may have been stolen if a letter from the IRS indicates more than one tax return was filed for you or the letter states you received wages from an employer you don't know. If you receive such a letter from the IRS leading you to believe your identity has been stolen, respond immediately to the name, address, or phone number on the IRS notice. Tip number eight. If your tax records are not currently affected by identity theft, but you believe you may be at risk due to a lost wallet, questionable credit card activity, or credit report, you need to provide the IRS with proof of your identity. You should submit a copy of your valid government-issued identification, such as a social security card, driver's license, or passport, along with a copy of a police report and or a completed IRS Form 14039, Identity Theft Affidavit, which should be faxed to the IRS at 978-684-4542. Please be sure to write clearly. As an option, you can also contact the IRS Identity Protection Specialized Unit toll-free at 800-908-4490. You should also follow FTC guidance for reporting identity theft at www.ftc.gov forward slash ID theft. Tip number nine, show your social security card to your employer when you start a job or to your financial institution for tax reporting purposes. Do not routinely carry your card or other documents that display your Social Security number. Tip number 10. For more information about identity theft, including information about how to report identity theft, phishing, and related fraudulent activity, visit the IRS Identity Theft and your tax records page, which you can find by searching identity theft on the IRS.gov homepage. If you feel your identity has been compromised, let the agencies know immediately and make sure you file a police report. This will protect you if or when there is ever an issue. Tip number 11. IRS impersonalization schemes flourish during the tax season and can take the form <clears throat> of an email, phone, website, or even tweets. Scammers may also use a phone or fax to reach their victims. If you receive a paper letter or a notice via mail claiming to be the IRS, but you suspect it to be a scam, contact the IRS at HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.irs.gov forward slash contact forward slash index dot html to determine if it is a legitimate irs notice or letter. If it is a legitimate irs notice or letter, reply if needed. If the caller or party that sent the paper letter is not legitimate, contact the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration at 1-800-366-4484. You may also fax the notice or letter that you received, plus any related or supporting information to TIGTA, T-I-G-T-A. Note that this is not a toll-free fax number. The number is one 202 927 7018. Tip number 12. While preparing your tax return for electronic filing, make sure to use a strong password to protect the data file. Once your return has been e-filed, burn the file to a CD or a flash drive and remove the personal information from your hard drive. Store the CD or flash drive in a safe place, such as a lockbox or a safe, If working with an accountant, you should ask them what measures they take to protect your information. And tip number 13. If you have information about the identity thief that impacted your personal information negatively, file an online complaint with the Internet Crime Complaint Center, IC3, at www.ic3.gov. The IC3 gives victims of cybercrime a convenient and easy-to-use reporting mechanism that alerts authorities of suspected criminal or civil violations. IC3 sends every complaint to one or more law enforcement or regulatory agencies that have jurisdictions over the matter. So now that we have gone over the IRS tips on what to do if you suspect you are a victim of identity theft or what to do to protect yourself from becoming one, let's learn a little bit more about protecting yourself personally from identity theft. Remember, in the craze of tax season, it's important to be aware of the dangers of identity theft and tax fraud. So taxpayers are not doing what's necessary to protect themselves from tax fraud that is identity theft related, and most of them are not expecting it to occur to them. According to a study completed by security company IDT 911, it found that 63% of Americans are not taking identity theft seriously and think, it can never happen to me not reasoning their identity could be stolen this tax season, even with the high-profile data breaches, including the fact that the Internal Revenue Service themselves has had a data breach. 19% have said that they have not ensured their Wi-Fi network is password protected when filing their taxes online, and 49% stated that they don't lock their mailbox when expecting their tax refund in the mail which could expose sensitive personal and financial information to cyber criminals. Over a third, 38 percent, of the 1,500 consumer survey stated they're not sure how to vet a tax preparer, including 92 percent of millennials aged 18 to 34. More than half of the respondents, 52 percent, said they don't trust or are unsure if they trust online tax services probably due to data breaches of multiple businesses. Despite the increase in tax-related identity theft, 48% of those surveyed still think that the holiday shopping season is the riskiest time of the year. Tax filing season was next at 30%. Just 12% planned to file taxes in January, even though experts advised consumers to file as early as they possibly can in order to beat out identity thieves who could potentially claim their tax refunds. Tax season has become fraud season, stated IDT 911 Chairman Adam Levin, as breaches have become the third certainty in life, cybercriminals are able to glean information from literally hundreds of millions of compromised records in order to target consumers in tax-related identity theft and phishing schemes. In today's dangerous digital world, each of us must be vigilant and remain on high alert. End quote. Many Americans may not know where to go when they are eventually impacted by identity theft during tax season. More than a third of those surveyed, again 38%, are not sure if their financial services or insurance providers have identity theft or fraud protection services. Most respondents, 57%, replied that their financial institution would be the first entity they would contact once they found that they were a victim of a data breach. So, now the IRS says that you can get an identity protection PIN. So, about a decade ago, the IRS created an identity protection PIN program. This program gave people with confirmed identity fraud protection against further fraud happening. An IP PIN is a personalized six-digit numerical code for taxes and is known only to taxpayers and the IRS. Using this PIN protects against fraudulent tax returns being filed. The great news is that this program has now opened for anyone to opt in. Anyone will be able to volunteer to get an IP PIN as an extra layer of protection against tax fraud. However, if you file a return without your PIN, it will get rejected and be open to more issues with the IRS. So here are some important things to know about the opt-in IP PIN program. The program is voluntary. You must verify your identity. Your spouse and dependents are also eligible for an IP PIN as long as they also verify their identity. Your IP PIN will only be valid for one calendar year. Each filing season, you are required to get a new IP PIN number. Between November and January, the online IP PIN tool is not available. If you want to avoid rejection and delays, your IP PIN number must be correct when you file electronically or on paper. Never share this number with anyone other than a tax provider whom you trust. Be careful of scams. The IRS will not ask for your IP PIN number by calling, texting, or emailing. And once you opt-in, there is not an opt-out option at the moment. The IRS may have the option available in the future. So how do you get an IP PIN number? So if you're a taxpayer and interested in obtaining an IP PIN number for the tax season, start by going to the site irs.gov forward slash I-P-P-I-N and click the Get IP PIN tool. In order to go through this process, you will need to rigorously verify your identity using a secure authentication process if you do not already have an account with the IRS. You can go to irs.gov forward slash secure access to find out what you will need to apply. You can go to irs.gov forward slash secure access to find out what you will need to apply. Once you verify your identity, you will immediately be given your IP PIN number. From there, you are in the program and must enter it when prompted for online filing. If filing by hand, you must enter it near the signature line. The IRS urges taxpayers to apply for their IP PIN online. However, if you do not have a way to verify your identity online, there are other options to apply for the program. If your adjusted gross income is $72,000 or less and you're not able to apply online, then you may fill out Form 15227 and either fax or email it to the IRS directly. Once you've done this, a customer service person will call you to verify your identity over the phone. In order to do this, you will need to have the previous year's tax return on hand. Once your identity is verified, the IRS will mail your IP PIN number for the following tax season. Once you're in the program, the IRS will mail the taxpayer their IP PIN number every year following. Lastly, if you are someone who cannot verify their identity via online or phone, And are not eligible to file the Form 15227, you can make an appointment at a Taxpayer Assistance Center to verify your identity in person and apply. If you opt for this method, you are required to bring one government-issued picture ID and at least one other form of identification. Once you complete the in-person process, the IRS will mail your IP PIN within a few weeks. Again, the IP PIN numbers will be mailed to you every following year after you are in the program. If you are a taxpayer who knows or suspects that you have been a victim of identity fraud, then you'll receive an IP PIN automatically in the mail once your case has been confirmed and resolved. If you are a victim of identity theft and have been receiving IP PIN numbers in the mail, there will be no change in the process. So now, what do you need to do to protect your business from tax ID theft? We all know how important it is to protect our social security numbers from identity theft, but are you aware that you should be just as diligent in protecting your business tax ID number? Thieves are on the lookout for information that will help them pretend to be a business that they truly aren't associated with by getting the tax identification number, business name, address, and owners of the company. They can use this information to apply for credit cards, loans, or even try to set up a payroll company. We've actually had many attempts by people trying to set up companies saying they're the owners, but they aren't at all. And thankfully, due to our due diligence, we've been able to identify the fraud. But the point of this is that they get the information in the first place. Now, some of it is obviously available online, such as business location and the name, but tax IDs are harder to get. So it's important that you know not to email any documentation with your tax identification number. This is the time of year where people will be sending information to their CPA and making sure that you are using a secure portal is extremely important. And any identification for you personally or your business should be protected. One of the things that we all know is not click on those links that come in emails as people can be phishing for information, but often emails come to us that look valid, such as from banks or credit card companies. So if you're unsure if something is truly from your bank or credit card company or other financial institution, go directly to their website or give them a call. Don't click on the links. And to protect your data from hackers, make sure you have secure passwords, set up two-factor authentication, and make sure that you have your computer scanned for any potential issues. Of course, talk to your IT technician who can help you make sure that you have the most secure data on your computers and that you can prevent any hackers from getting information. But again, it's very important that you realize that your tax ID number can be just as important to someone similar to your social security number. So do everything you can to protect your tax ID. If you have any questions or need help with any of your bookkeeping or payroll taxes, of course, reach out to us at 310-534-5577, or email us at contact at And if you have IT questions, we're happy to refer you to an IT company that we know and trust, and they can help answer any questions that you may have. I hope you found this information useful and it answered questions you may have about how to protect yourself and your business from identity theft. Remember, if you ever see any emails supposedly from the IRS asking for personal information, stating you have a refund or other reason, remember it is a scam. The IRS will never contact you by email. Forward the information to phishing at irs.gov and immediately delete from your account. If you have any additional questions, be sure to reach out to the IRS or speak with your tax preparer. And I hope you can join me for my next interview. And remember, you can connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. You can find my show, BizHelp for You, on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please share our show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform? I'd really appreciate your support. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day!